You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's mostly gut. You know, the numbers are the numbers, but the numbers aren't perfect. I mean, I, I can tell you this. I've shot a lot of holes in the numbers and with the numbers guys and uh, and. You know, the, there's, the numbers are never going to be perfect. They don't take everything into account, so you just make a decision. The numbers are part of it, but the numbers aren't the main decision. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Monday morning. Mike Lombardi next hour. On all things NFL, I know Mike had some strong thoughts about Brandon Staley at the end of the game on Thursday. So we'll get his thoughts on Staley, his thoughts on John Harbaugh, and really the new wave of coaching in the NFL, which is aggression, 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 and going for these fourth downs or two-point conversions. We'll get his thoughts about 40 minutes from now. Uh, Joe, we do have two games tonight. Two games tonight, two yeah. games tomorrow. A five uh, well, 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 one this afternoon, right? I mean, depending well, on you're right. the country. <laughs> 5 p.m. Eastern tonight Sweet. is the first game. The Browns and the Raiders. So this number has jumped so many different places over the course of the last week. This opened. What did Paul? What'd you get this at to start last week? Was it five and a half, six, something, something like that? Six. And a yeah, half. I got it at six. I got six. Six. So I, then I got to be honest. I did not even look to see if that bat bet is still like it hasn't voided yet. But I'm right. not oh, it's going to be tweeted. Well, it will be because you were tweeting it, about something like within a week. You got no. It depends on your book. It depends. Right. There are some. So people should check this if you bet on this game early. So I was looking at, at all the rules in, with the legal Illinois books. And every single book had a different rule, Joe G. Some yeah. said the game has to be played within 12 hours from when it's originally scheduled. Some said 24. Others said 48. And then there were some books that said as long as it's played within seven days. So check your rules. Check, uh, if you're not sure, whatever book you used, uh, Google their name. Uh, along with house rules, and then you'll find it. It kind of reminds me of the, um, like, last season before baseball when I took a bunch of futures on the season. They, I think they had to play, like, at least 160 or 58 and a half games, something like that, because they were projecting, who right. knows, canceled games or whatever. So we do get the game tonight. The numbers bounced around from where Paul said he first got it. Now, we ha- and we had the Raiders favored. We've bounced back the other side now. It's now Browns favored by three. So it really... In total, it's not that much different from Saturday to Monday when you start putting it all back together from where we started, five and a half to three. That's not crazy line movement for a week. We see that all the time, two, two and a half points. So we're back to three now. And I'm trying to find here exactly what the list is for the Browns in terms of activation status, who's back, who's not. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get to the uh, Eagles-Washington in a little bit here for tomorrow. I saw a lot yesterday. Washington players keep testing negative. They're back. They're off the list. It didn't seem like as many Browns are, are back here. Are you mad? I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, I'm not, actually. I'm not. Okay. But it, it's uh, it's certainly a 
an interesting situation, especially if the Eagles <laughs> lose. Um, so here's I had to back happened. off the Eagles and Survivor, man. I had to back off. I saw uh, that. Yeah. So I do have so, the list before you, you go on. I, I have Kareem Hunt is out. Austin Hooper is out. Jarvis Landry out. Jedrick Wills Jr., James Hudson out. Uh, but that means Wyatt Teller has been activated. Um, Clowney's out. Um, Malik, uh, Mac Wilson's out. Troy Green, Troy Hill, AJ Green, Denzel Warbeck. So, like, I, I would say just off the top of my head, half or so of the Browns that were out, maybe a third are back. Yeah. And they expect us to bet on us right now. We don't know about the quarterback. Right. Officially. We don't officially know about the quarterback. So it's one thing when we have a Saturday night situation when you have favorites flipping, and that's interesting. But if you're not getting the key number of three, how big of a deal is it? That's what we saw. We had the Patriots uh, before the bye. They were the favorite. Then after the bye, because of all the sharp money coming in, the Colts closed as a favorite. It never got to three. It was two, two and a half game time. I saw it down to one, one and a half, which I like. So I went uh, big on the money line there. The This is why you have to pay attention to the betting markets and not just the news, not just Schefter and Rappaport on your alerts if you do that via social media. If you looked on Saturday morning, it was Cleveland minus three. From Cleveland minus six and a half to Las Vegas minus three and a half to Cleveland minus three. And then we finally got word Baker's hoping to, to test negative all this stuff. And Florio reverses the, the headline. Did you see that? His headline was Baker hoping for a positive test. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, I get just messing with everybody. Positive results. Right, right. Positive I, results. I tell you, that's, yeah. that's a good headline is what I think that is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, got, it got everybody going. Sure. So, but if you're paying attention to the betting markets, it was Cleveland minus three on Saturday morning. So the betting markets were telling us 24 hours before anything came out that Baker's playing. So, I am a little concerned because you want official word, but it seems like Baker's playing in this game since he was the guy that was announced out, you know, positive for COVID sure. so early in the week. Right. And he's been asymptomatic. He's been fine. I'm, I'm not, I think that would help probably test negative. He's I don't know. He's mad at the NFL. Oh, I know. You know what's amazing? And I, not, not to bring light to obviously a situation that everyone's dealing with, but like the books seem to be treating Baker's COVID test coming up today like we treat a high ankle sprain. Like, you know, like on Friday, we kind of have a feeling if Kyler Murray's going to play or not. On Saturday, they got a feeling Baker Mayfield's going to play. But this isn't about, like, weight on his ankle. This is about just testing negative for a virus. Um, yes, the, from what I'm seeing here, he's he put up an Instagram. He's going to test again today. He said he's asymptomatic. He hasn't felt anything. He's hoping to test negative. If he does, does the line – or here's the question. Does the line move again? If he, does it keep – does it go past three? Right. Do we almost get back to where we were last week? Do we go to four? I think we can go to three and a half. So, but it isn't, what's the, we used to say, or we've said a lot this year, Baker to Case uh, Case Keenum, not that much of a difference. But isn't this Baker to Nick Mullins? That's yeah, a difference. But you, but you also have cluster injuries elsewhere. Right. That's, that's the other problem. So, I mean, we saw so much movement with Washington Philly just due to the cluster injuries before we had information about the quarterbacks. So. Right. So, I, we're not going to get back to six, six and a half. There's no way with all of these players out that you just mentioned at impactful positions, taking away the strength from the Browns. You know, on this Raider side, I don't know what to think because they can't score right now. When you remove, since removing the deep threat of rugs, they, they can't do anything offensively and they're not going to have Waller, their most consistent option 
on offense. So I don't know how you really trust them. Last month, uh, Raiders, number 31 in the NFL EPA per play, number 31 in success rate. So now they're going on the road. It's been a strange week for both sides, I guess, a little extra rest. Let, let's not forget, Cleveland did not score in the second half last week against Baltimore. A team that doesn't have anybody in the secondary left. Team, all their all pros are gone. They didn't score in the second half. So, and, and we don't officially know the starting quarterback. It's tough. Uh, my initial thought, Joji, is do we want to do a Monday teaser of Las Vegas plus nine, maybe a better number later, and Minnesota minus a half a point? Ooh, well, I guess we have to move to the Minnesota game then because I – yeah. I am. I, I've been worried all week about the Vikings in this spot. The Bears were the first thought I had, but now again we're dealing. It, this is almost the opposite of what everyone like. This is the game that wasn't supposed to be affected, right? This is the normal Monday night game. To go to your point, I love the teaser yeah. leg on the Raiders. Okay, let's let's get that out of the way. I like the oh, teaser okay. leg on the Raiders. I'm I'm in on this game. I mean, how do you not? They even the Raiders are a professional team that has most of their players. I know the Browns might get some guys back, but they're still down a lot. I like that. I, I feel like the Browns are not in position to blow teams out right now. How much I'm do with, they have to score? How much do they have to score for us to cover the nine? Or nine and a half, ten, whatever it gets. The Raiders, you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Ten points? <laughs> I was going to say ten or thirteen. Okay, we should do that. Yeah, I think that's okay, right? That that gets the Browns to to what? Seven, somewhere between 17 and, and 21, and we're still good? We're in good shape? 18 to 21, yeah. we're still in good yeah. shape? All right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think that's fair. Uh, I would I would do that with you. All right, let's jump to the other game tonight. One I know you're going to have your eye on, and it's uh, it, don't worry, don't worry, America. Everyone gets to watch this game in full. They're not on at the same time like tomorrow night. The Bears and the Vikings. So this was the original Monday night game. My first thought last week, I think it was a four and a half to open. Was I like the Bears side? I thought they could pull an upset. Now I'm upset because well they have COVID issues now, right? This wasn't supposed to be a COVID game, but it's become one. So, Joe, where are we? How many Bears are out? And are these cluster injuries or cluster spots? Yeah, that's bad. There's 14 players on the COVID list. As far as I know, unless we get word, some sort of a change, all the coordinators are out. I don't know if that matters much. Sean Desai, I don't know if he's even a good defensive coordinator right now. And the, the, the scary thought is Bill Lazor won't be there to help Matt Nagy. That is the interesting angle there, that it's going to be all Matt Nagy by himself and nobody to talk any sort of sense into him with the play calling. Oh, he's back to doing the play calling duties. Hey, guys, he's been doing the play calling duties. Just publicly, they led you to believe that Bill Lazor's been the play caller. Um, yes, and their, their special teams coordinator is also out. 14 players, two more, and this was big on Sunday, Joe. Two more were added to the COVID list. They lost their best cornerback in Jalen Johnson, the only guy I trust back there. And by the way, the the other guy in the secondary who's de- pretty good at times, Eddie Jackson, he's on the COVID list. All four starters in the average to subpar secondary of the Bears are on the COVID list. Their nickelback is also on the COVID list. Fire up Justin Jefferson, 
fire up any other receiver. I'm I'm going in assuming Thielen is out, but if he's in, it should be ugly. And f- all those numbers about Kirk Cousins sucking on Monday night, I just don't see how they they don't win. And they, I know Dalvin Cook's coming off an awesome game. But I would just live through the air and just torch this secondary. I mean, they've got bums, bums that were going to be pushed to start that are on this COVID list. And I'm not sure that they're going to play. So, I mean, Cousins should have an unbelievable night. And if you have Justin Jefferson on your fantasy team in the playoffs, I'd be very pleased going into this game. 95 and a half is a Justin Jefferson uh, receiving yards prop. They don't, have a, they don't have a receptions prop up yet. I guess it might break Fanduel. They don't want to put it up. They don't, they don't want to put the number at 9.5 for 10. But he's at 95.5 yards if you want to take his over receiving. It's so frustrating because I like the Bears this week. I thought this was a good spot for the Bears. And now the, you said the cluster injury. That's, boy, yeah. the Vikings would really have to try tonight. Are you ready for Kendall Vildor, CB1? It's so he's their best guy. But he's the last guy left. Yeah. He is legitimately you know the, the other last names? warm body. Do, yeah, you know yeah, I do. I, and I'm not joking. This is this guy's actual name. D Virgin. D Virgin. Never heard of him. Can't be his name. I swear it's his name. D Virgin. Finally getting some action. Anybody else we got? I honestly, that that that's all I got because I saw a D Virgin joke on Twitter that last night. That's the only reason I know. He went okay. to Western Alabama, D. Virgin, and he has pl- he has started zero games in the NFL. He is suited up for about mm, twenty-one games for the Lions uh, Joe, Joe. over the last couple of years. The, the guy Jake just mentioned, Kittle Vildor or whatever the bum's name is, he was the worst guy in the secondary to start. Now he's their CB one. Okay, like line up against one of the best receivers in the league. You want me to make a quick case for the Bears? I'll try. I'll try. It's it's some garbage that I don't even believe in. But we can go with uh, the Vikings are below 500. They've led every game by at least six points. So maybe there's if they go up 7-0, 10-0, that live line is going to be pretty large there. Almost every game has been a one-score game for the Minnesota Vikings, 12 of the 13, and they suck at Soldier Field. They are terrible, not just the Mike Zimmer era. We can go the last 20 times they visited Soldier Field, and I know those are some better Bears teams. But the Bears are 16 and four straight up, 15 and five against the spread against the Vikings at home. It, I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Like, yeah, yeah, those things are, are real, but but they had boy, real players though. Yeah, then no, you're you right. Here, here, let me throw one more angle in there that if you want to be interested in the Bears side, Vikings have not played well defensively against mobile quarterbacks. They struggled. And they won a couple of these games, but they struggled. Right? They they've already played mm-hmm. Russell Wilson this year. They played Kyler Murray this year. And they played, who's the last one? They played one more. Um, oh, Lamar Jackson. You know how many points they gave up in those games? They gave up combined in those games, 51. We're talking about we're talking about over 80 points in the three games. They gave up, they gave up a lot of points. Now, those are good teams, good offenses, Kyler, Russell, Lamar. But they struggled against the running mobile quarterback. Fields tonight, is that their only chance? The Fields has to have a big game that he has to yeah. do everything. I mean, another one, another thing to look at, your guy, Jason Peters, is out, and you may think, well, who cares? He sucks. He's been done. That may be the case. But Tevin Jenkins, who's missed most of the year, I think this is the first official start. He played most of last week. He had four penalties last week. He was not terrible, but he's a rookie. He's a rookie just trying to figure things out. So it's watch out for that matchup because uh, that could get ugly on the Bears' side. 
Bears offensive weapons, they're not on the COVID list, so there's that to support what you just mentioned there. Maybe a higher scoring game. The Bears can't stop anyone. I feel like the I mean, I, yeah, feel I like could see field, Fields can make some plays. First team I've to score hearing, wins the game. That's it. You think you think so? I've been hearing people say under. I was thinking the opposite. No, I'm Both just thinking it like they just can't stop anybody. So whoever scores first, right. that's it. They, they won't yeah, I think the over is the play tonight. 44 and a half. Um, I think the over is the play. Kirk Cousins, one in nine in 10 Monday night football games. Do you want to put say. real money on Kirk Cousins? I think I think you have to. No. <laughs> And I'm the Kirk guy. Maybe, I don't want to do Maybe this. I'll stick with the props. Maybe I'll stick with the props. Yeah. I mean, they should explode on this Vikings offense today. They should. Joe O, Joe G. It is Beck UL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sports. Let's, let's look ahead to tomorrow, the Tuesday games. We have two 7 p.m. Eastern time games. And the people in Philadelphia, they are not happy this morning. We'll discuss it on Beck UL Daily right here on the Beck UL Network. Hey, it's Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern. A happy and safe holiday season to you and yours. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network on the free Odyssey app, your home for wagertainment.